Well, hello there, Beat Check listeners, and Happy New Year. I'm your host this week, Shane Dixon-Cavanaugh, Portland City Hall reporter with the Oregonian Oregon Live. And joining me today is my friend and professional colleague, Imi Green, who is fresh off of what I have to say is just a just a great and fun and super interesting reporting assignments. And we're going to get into that today. So, Imi, thanks so much for joining me on uh, the first Beat Check podcast of 2024. Yeah, I'm delighted to be here, um, and Happy New Year, Happy 2024. <laughs> and this uh, th- this piece in particular is squarely focused on 2024, but just a little bit of the setup here. So, Imi Green, ace reporter, tenacious journalist, went out and interviewed, and this is not an exaggeration, uh, talked to 100 people for the for for the story that she had come out just before the beginning of the new year which was squarely focused on asking all of these individuals in the Portland area two questions what is their wish or resolution for themselves for the next year and what is their wish for the Portland region as a whole and so i don't know we were talking about this a little bit yesterday when we were dis- discussing doing this podcast just you know what a kind of delight and treat it is to do these types of interviews where you're just sort of going out, stopping people on the street and then asking them questions. So I don't know, talk about that a little bit, just the, just the overall, how, how was that process and experience for you? Yeah. Um, well, the idea, I have to give credit to Tom Hallman, um, our colleague, um, who many readers are probably familiar with. He's worked at the Oregonian and wrote in, and written many tremendous stories over the past few decades. Um, he was talking about, you know, we really need to get more people in the paper. We need to talk to regular folks and see what they care about, what's happening in their lives. And, you know, if you read any of Tom's stories, you know that he um, he really does capture the human spirit in his writing. And, um he suggested we talk to 24 people working with an editor. We were all talking in a meeting. He said, well, um, this idea you came up with 24 people in 2024 or 2024, 20, let's make it 24 people in 2024 that we talk to. Um, and let's ask them what their New Year's resolutions are. And let's, let's ask them about how they feel about the city. Um, and so that was the original plan to go out and talk to 24 people um, about the new year. And, you know, I just got to talking to people and Shane, you and I talked about this yesterday, but um, as reporters, um, we really love talking to people. Um, I find it energizing and interesting, and it really um, helps me um, stay connected to the community and understand what's going on in the community. So I began to talk to people um, and, you know, pretty soon I have 24 people, then I have 50 people, then I have 80 people and I said, hey, why don't I just make it 100? I'm really enjoying this. Um, and um, so, so this so this just escalated quickly. Yeah. You only had to do you only had to talk to 24 individuals and then you just decided to quadruple that and make it an even 100. Yeah, my editor is just like, OK, yeah, um, good for you. Go with it. Like we weren't requiring you to talk to a hundred people. Um, it's a nice round number. 
And um, I, you know, I went to different areas around Portland. I went to Pioneer Square, the downtown area, went to Northwest 23rd, um, went to the East Community Center um, near Mall 205, um, went to um, Gresham and some parks out there um, in East Portland. And then I also went to um, Washington Park, the zoo and Beaverton. Yeah. I was going to ask you sort of how you decided on not only where you were going to go throughout, throughout Portland and the Portland area to do these interviews, but like, and then how are you deciding who you're going to go up to and talk to? And presumably you're trying to capture just a very broad swath of our, of our, of our city and our community. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm trying to talk to everyone and anyone, um, very young people. The youngest person I spoke to with their parents' permission was five, who was just grasping the idea of what a New Year's resolution is, um, all the way to 78 was the oldest. There were people who were maybe older but didn't want to say their age, um, <laughs> And people from all different professions, people who live all um, throughout the Portland area. But also one thing I was really surprised about was um, the number of -of out-of-towners in Portland. And yeah, it's, you know, the holidays. And this was, you know, starting in mid-December up until um, nearly the end of the year. So about a two-week period. Um, There are a lot of people from out-of-town here, some of them visiting relatives, Um, Some of them just decided they wanted to go on a holiday vacation. Um, People from Oregon, other parts of Oregon, Eugene, Salem, um, people who come into Portland, like the downtown core, which really um, has kind of a a bad reputation um, right now. But we're loving the city and enjoying it um, and kind enough to stop and talk to me. So it is now the year 2024. And just sort of in the in the trade of journalism, doing these types of interviews where you're just going up to individuals uh, with a set of questions, and it could be on a whole wide range of topics. I mean, this is a time-tested, time-honored uh, sort of practice that that we as reporters uh, do. I mean, historically, it's been called a man on the street interview. I think we call it people on the street or person on the street now. But I'm just wondering. What's it? Were people surprised in, again in 2024 that a newspaper journalist is walking up to them, approaching them, and then just trying to get to the heart of things? What were people's reactions? Like? <laughs> yeah, um, I think we all kind of have this when you're walking down the street, walking down the sidewalk, and a stranger approaches you. I can see the the ugh, distaste in their eyes, the the, the fear. Like, is she going to try to sell me something? Is she trying to? convert me to something and just the really hardened face and maybe some sidestepping. And a lot of people just kept on walking as I'm introducing myself. I mean, I counted every day at the end of the day. Um, I probably tried to talk to more than 400 people. (laughs) So you can see only about a quarter of them actually stopped and talked to me. Um, But yeah, as soon as they did, it it was just so interesting to me because I know this like throughout my life. I mean, People are, you know, are, are, are humans. They're, they're, you know, they're, they, they care about community and they like to meet people and talk to people and talk about their lives. So I would see them instantly soften 
when I said I'm with the Oregonian, I'm writing a story about New Year's resolutions and your wishes for the city in 2024. Um, and they, they'd laugh and they would think and they would talk about their lives. And um, what was so interesting to me also is that, you know, some people, they would just talk to me for 10 seconds, quickly blurt something out and be on their way. And other people, there were several people that talked to me for 20 minutes or more and no filter, complete candor, um, talking about their lives and the difficulties in their lives. Um, so that that level of honesty, I, I just really appreciate that. And that it is nice in this time, there isn't some of the stigma about talking about difficulties that we have in our lives. People feel like they can share that. And I think that's good for people's overall health. Well, what were some of the conversations or things that people shared with you that really stuck with you or stood out, whether it was their own personal resolution or the sort of broader wish for Portland? So if I just were, if I'm going to start with personal resolutions, um, a lot of it was expected. It was the number one thing for sure is focus on health. That's what people said. Um, They want to um, run a 5K visit the gym a hundred times, eat more vegetables, eat less processed food or ultra processed food. Um, The second thing, most common thing they said, though, kind of surprised me and it was really nice. They said things like, I want to be more kind. I want to be kinder to people. I want people to be kinder to each other. Um, being polite. I'm really tired of um, all this divisiveness that I see in the world. Um, and I don't know, I just every day I went out to talk to people, I finished the day feeling warm inside and, and happy and, you know, like energized. I just felt like that my, I felt good about society and the world <laughs> talking to people. And, you know, people, when I asked them about their wishes for the city, um, Portland's really been beat up, um, legitimately so in some, you know, for, it's had a hard time with crime and homelessness and, um, trash in the city and, you know, there's inflation and, um, and just the, and just the overall instability of the last three and a half, almost four years now, since the beginning of the pandemic and all of this isn't just, uh, connected directly to it, but. I, I sort of get the sense, and I mean, we've been reporting through this this whole time. It's been f- almost four years of just a kind of persistent p- pessimism and, yeah, bad bad feeling about just Portland and the state of things yeah. uh, within the city. Yes, yes. Um, I completely saw that. But I also saw how much that didn't get people down, that they're happy to live here in Portland, um, that they're happy with their lives. They, they love this region. They love the state. They realize it's going through some difficulties now and they're going to see it through this. I mean, we talked about um, the police unions um, survey that came out in December uh, that talked about how about two thirds of people would move out of Portland if they had the opportunity to, if they had the finances. Um, and the means to do that. And when I brought that up to people, and some people brought it up to me, um, they just said, no, that's not us. Um, So, you know, that surprised me a little bit. Let's learn how to love Portland again. One other conversation that really sticks with me is um, a Beaverton police officer I spoke to. 
he was um, outside the homeless shelter dealing with a situation there near um, the central Beaverton library. And um, he talked about how his new year's resolution was to stay positive. Um, and I, oh, wow. Um, and, and I said, what do you mean? Why? And he said, well, I've, I've been a cop for about 20 years and this is a really difficult time. I mean, we've just been through the pandemic and, um, you know, I, it's still going like the stresses of this job are still going. Um, the fentanyl crisis, he's using Narcan all the time. Um, the domestic violence calls, um, he responds to homelessness and, um, how it's really important to keep his humanity and, um, try to stay positive and keep doing his job because he believes in his job. And I, I could just see how tough it was for him day to day. And, you know, he even said, now this really got to me because um, reporters and cops um, have an interesting relationship. You know, sometimes it's um, really great. And other times the police are really cautious around reporters. There's no public information officer for Beaverton police there. He's just talking to me. And he said, you know what? After we talked for about 20 minutes, he says, I, I enjoyed our conversation. This is like a high point of my day <laughs> talking to you, a reporter, um, about all the tough things, horrible things I see on this job. Um, and I think he just, um, he appreciated it because um, I, I see that. I see that the police have a really tough job and a really tough time. And he is um, a human being and he's trying to keep his humanity through it all. He's a really caring guy. What else was unexpected for for you? I mean, after diving into this particular assignment, I mean, I, I presume that there were other s- sort of larger surprises or or things that you you might have come in here with a different I- impression or expectation at the beginning of this assignment than where you ended up at the end. And I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit about that. Well, um how, you know, how much people shared with me. Um, you know, I, I, I don't think I also um, mentioned uh, a therapist I spoke to. Um, and she was another person who talked to me for about 20 minutes. We actually went on a walk um, <laughs> through the park. And um, she told me um, about the difficulty she's dealing in her life as a therapist. She doesn't get to talk to her patients um, or I guess her clients, I should call them. Um, about her life. But, um, you know, she talked about being over 40 and midlife and her goals and, you know, not having a child um, and her marriage and um, her childhood and how she's trying to, you know, her resolution is trying to figure out how her childhood has affected the rest of her life. Um, I just, you know, it's the honesty. That's what really surprised me that the unfiltered honesty, I think sometimes it's easier to talk to a stranger than it is to talk to the people in your lives. Um, You know, and I can reflect on myself. It helps me learn about myself and life and how people are dealing with this all. I don't know if that's what you were thinking or is is there, because we were chatting yesterday. Is there something else? No, I mean, I, that's, I just wanted to sort of open up that question. There's no right or wrong answer there. I think the other, uh, the kind of, Last thing I wanted to run by you in our chat here, Imee, is just 
at the end of this, after approaching 400 plus people, talking to a hundred of them, if having the, having those, those, those connections, those conversations, both large and small, uh, you know, sort of surface level and very deep, if you walked away with a, a different sort of sensor understanding for, for yourself about just Portland and the area as a whole. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I'm almost a lifelong Portlander. Um, I moved to Oregon as a, a young child and, um, I'm sticking with Portland. Like I like my life here. I like, um, the, you know, the people here, I think it's a beautiful place. Um, the green and to look at it and all the things that you can do here. And I found a lot of people feel the same way that I do. Um, yes, the, the number one thing they wanted to see was the homeless crisis addressed. Um, they want to see less trash. They want to see um, their cars not broken into. Um, uh, they want to see um, better paying jobs, a stronger economy. Yeah, there's there's problems. But um, I think overall, actually, we're feeling kind of good about ourselves, despite the surveys out there. Um, or, you know, the, the ones from earlier in the year that said, hey, is Oregon or is Portland headed in the right direction or the wrong direction? That's the standard question on these community surveys. And so many people, the overwhelming amounts that it's headed in the wrong direction. But we're sticking with it. And we're, we're, we see the pain, like we're really compassionate. I talked to a 17 year old and her dad the other day on Northwest 23rd. And I asked them what their wish was for the city. And it was um, harm reduction. Like let's try to help people who are drug users not die. Um, Her friend's dad died in the last few years um, from an overdose and, her peers got together and they put together kits where they had things, they have things on them like Narcan and first aid supplies. Um, and she's 17 and she's talking to me. And I said, you know, you are just so articulate and together. I mean, she just blew me away. Um, and I said, well, do you have Narcan on you now? And they said, yeah, well, it's just down the street in our car that's parked there. Um, the compassion that she has um, and her dad, has um, for the situation, the struggles that many people face. So that was really nice too. I mean, people are just so caring. Um, and I love that. Well, I'm not going to lie. I love it too. Mm-hmm. Totally. <laughs> and like you, um, I love Portland. I've spent the last three years just in in, in the middle of the mess, uh, trying to make sense of things and looking at where the city is heading as a local government reporter. But And I've said this uh, to individuals and friends and also people that I work with professionally, that probably my, my fondness and love for Portland right now is the highest it's ever been. I mean, wow. c- certainly the, the, the city has had its struggles and is still struggling through some pretty significant issues, but I don't know. I, through that, my, my connection to this, to this place has never been greater or stronger. And like you, I don't have plans to go anywhere. Yeah. And you know, it's a struggle throughout the country. I think um, there's a lot of places that are ju- dealing with homelessness and drug use. Um, and there's that 
that realization among people and inflation and high prices and all of that. And if you, if you only like pay attention to the occasional national media story that focuses on Portland, I mean, I, we, we both read some headlines, you being city hall reporter, you read them about how Portland's a pit, you know, I mean, (laughs) that's all these, these headlines out there. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I recognize there's definitely problems here, but, um, also still a nice place to live. Yeah. And it is just, it still remains one of my favorite things that I get to do as a journalist or reporter. And it feels like an honor really is just getting to talk with people and having them open up and share their story with you. And you got to do that a hundred times over. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if next time the editors will be like, sure, you can spend a week on this or whatever, but um, yeah, stay in touch. I'm already thinking of my story next year. I've been talking to our video team about that, about next New Year's, the story we'll write. Wonderful. Well, Amy Green, again, thanks so much for joining me today on the Beat Check podcast. And it's a great story. I hope folks will check it out. Obviously, there will be a link to it uh, in our show notes. And just want to wish you a happy new year, you, Amy, and to all of our listeners as well. Yeah, happy new year. There's a lot to look forward to in the next year. Thanks so much for listening to Beat Check with the Oregonian. If you like this show, give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps people find the show and tell a friend, help spread the word. The best way to support our journalism and stories like this one is with a subscription to the Oregonian Oregon Live. You can do that at oregonlive.com slash pod support. Until next time.